Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, July 26th edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Lots of fun stuff. The Olympics is going on. You had UFC, you had golf, you had all kinds of fun stuff and things, plus tons and tons of baseball. So hope everybody had a great time. You can check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. Join me in the free fantasy DGEN's Slack chat. And check out my written content at rotoballer.com. On Monday will be the free or be the value, the premium values article. So if you want the values uh, every week for you, Go be a member at Rotoballer. Use promo code Bubba for an extra 10% off the rest of the MLB season, which is already at a discount, which gets you season-long and DFS all wrapped into one. Also, if you do like season-long fantasy baseball, check out Bench with Bubba. Coming at you twice a week, Bubba and the Bat Flips on Tuesday. Special guests on Thursday. This past week had Ryan Roof of Rotowire breaking down some speculative bullpen ads between trades and whatnot for the rest of your fantasy baseball season. Also, if you like golf, the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast will be back with you on Monday with myself and Jesse previewing the Olympics this week. Lots of fun stuff there. Too bad Bryson's out and John Rahm is out. But, hey, it'll still be fun having some nice international golf over there in Japan. But hope you had a great weekend. Seven games slate on Monday will be nice, quick, simple, in and out because it's a pretty straightforward slate as of now until we see ownership and lineups later on. You got Washington at Philadelphia over under 9.5. Reds, Cubs waiting on Wrigley. White Sox, Royals, 9.5. Tigers, Twins, 10.5. Rockies, Angels, 8.5. Astros, Mariners, 9. So as you can tell, Nines and above for the totals we have right now. Lots and lots of offense coming your way on a Monday. Pitchers, you say. Let's talk some pitchers. You got Luis Garcia, 10-4. He's the highest-priced pitcher on this slate. Really, really solid arm. 20 or more DK points in back-to-back starts. 18 or more DK points in four of his last five. And he brings the strikeouts, which is outstanding. Seven or more in back-to-back starts. Five or more in five straight starts. He has seven or more in three of five. He's 10-4 going up against the Seattle Mariners, an offense that has been struggling quite a bit. The A's had some fun with them. They're striking out 25.5% of the time over the last month for right-handed pitchers hitting 226 with a 93 WRC+. And this past weekend on both sides, Oakland and Seattle, all the strikeouts. So that's something to keep in mind right now. Both these teams striking out a bunch. So Luis Garcia at 10-4 is a very, very good play. You might not need to spend that much tonight, but he's definitely in play. You can go Kyle Hendricks at 97 if you want versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati's swinging some good bats. It's Wrigley, so you never know. But they are striking out uh, 25.6% of the time over last month, hitting 244 with a 150 ISO on 95 WRC+. Hendricks has been a quality start machine of late. So you got that going for you. And the one thing I'll say if you're playing on FanDuel, Hendricks is only 8,700, I believe, on FanDuel. That is ridiculously too cheap for a quality start machine like that. So he is a phenomenal cash game play on FanDuel and probably one of the most popularly owned pitchers period on Fandle for that price so they'll get you all the bats you want all of them so Hendricks is a good play on both sides Fandle is just so cheap it's it's like free so you got to keep that in mind Shohei Otani DraftKings finally woke up on on Fandle is the most expensive pitcher at 11,000 on DK is 92 which is still in play for me 
because he's still that darn good. Just remember, it's five or six innings. He's not going to go super deep, but the control's been there the last few starts. If he's not walking, guys, the strikeouts will be there. He'll be just fine. So he's GPP only at 9200 bucks, like he is every start. But he gets the Road Rockies at home in Anaheim, Colorado striking out. Here's the kicker, only nineteen, almost only 19.5% of the time over the last month for the Colorado Rockies. 83 WRC plus for righties, which is nice. And let's just see real quick what are they doing versus right-handed pitchers at home over the last month. That might change things a little bit more. They're striking out 19.9%, 86 WRC plus. They're almost the same home and away right now versus right-handed pitching. So if you want to go Otani at 92, zero problems with it at all. It's a great play. Tournaments only, though, because if he starts walking, guys, he's going he's gonna to be a bust, and people are going to cry and say, this is why you don't play shit. But Shohei's been great like 85% of the time or something like that. He's been phenomenal. He's been under-owned and, and low-priced. He's finally priced up, so we'll see how the ownership looks like. But still a great play at 92. So you can play Garcia at 10-4 if you want. I think he's a phenomenal play, the best out of these three. Hendricks is in play at 97. I think there's some better ceiling plays below him, but still a very good floor play, like a cash game play. Always in play. Phenomenal play on Fandle. Otani at 92. Really, really good tournament play. But here's where it gets fun. Opposite Otani in Anaheim, Herman Marquez is only 8400 bucks on DK. He's more expensive on Fandle, so you have to think about it over there. But he has 8400 bucks on DK, and he has been absolutely outstanding. Six-plus innings in uh, each of his last 10 starts. He's given up um, two run runs or less in eight of his last 10 starts. And in those eight of 10 starts, 19 or more DK points. Basically 20 or more DK points in eight of his last 10 starts. He hits Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim team striking out 22.5% of the time versus righties with a 254 average and a 100 WRC plus over the last month of baseball. Love Marquez at 8400 bucks. Love Marquez at 8400 bucks. I think it's a phenomenal price point. Wade Miley at 86, just above Marquez. I, had, I jumped to Marquez because I got excited, but Miley is another guy in tournaments who's been outstanding. He goes six-plus innings, and he's gone six-plus in nine of his last 10 starts, and he has um, – 17 and a half or more DK points in nine of his last 10 starts. He's been outstanding. He's 8,600 bucks going up against the Chicago Cubs in Wrigley, a Cubs team that's striking out to almost 21% of the time versus lefties, hitting 257 with a 136 ISO and a 106 WRC. Um, Miley will come in virtually unowned because no one likes to roster raid Miley because he just doesn't seem appealing. So I think Miley and Marquez in this mid 8K range, outstanding. Outstanding price points. If you don't want to pay up, Amalia Marquez is just fine. 86, 84, respectively. Phenomenal plays. I will definitely have a combo there where I'm just like, screw it, not paying up. We're taking these two guys. No problem with that at all. Now, you can go Mike Miner versus the White Sox if you want. Um, I think it'll be a great leverage play because as we get to bats, White Sox will probably be very popular. They will t- <laughs> they're super cheap, especially one returning player that's coming back on Monday. We'll talk about that shortly. But Mike Miner will probably be virtually unowned. So you can do that as leverage in tournaments. I'll get my leverage with my bats more often than not with my pitchers. I'll take the Marquez and Miley situation. But some other cheapies you can go to, Joe Ross at 7,900 coming off the IL against the Philadelphia Phillies is intriguing. Ross was pitching very well before he hit the IL. And we look at Philadelphia over this past weekend, the two righties they faced, Morton and Tukey. Phenomenal. And one thing they did, lots of strikeouts. Philadelphia striking out nearly 21% of the time over the last month versus right-handed pitching, hitting 243 with a 112 ISO. Let's have some more fun here. Let's talk post-All-Star break here for the Philadelphia Phillies versus right-handed pitching. So just since the 16th of July versus right-handed pitching, the Philadelphia Phillies still about 20, 21% of the time, but only a 213 average, 132 ISO, 88 WRC+. plus. So the strikeouts are very similar with Philadelphia, but the overall production since the All-Star break has dropped a ton for the Phillies. So Joe Ross, not a bad uh, bargain if you need him. 
but I'm not sure you're going to have to go there. So for me, like Luis Garcia is great. Hendricks, Otani, phenomenal. I go, Otani's a great play every time out. But if you want to save some cash, Marquez is one of my favorite plays, period. Wade Miley at 86, and then Joe Ross at 79 is where I'd be looking on this slate. All right, let's check out some bats on this seven-game slate. Catcher's position for you. Sal Perez at 52, had an absolute moonshot on Sunday. He's a great play at 5,200. Mitch Garver's back. He's 48 versus Manning. Eric Haas is only 44 versus Pineda. Those are both phenomenal plays if you want to pay those mid-4K prices for your catchers. If not, we can drop into the 3Ks and below ranges and see what we got for you. Um, going below 3K, Alejandro Kirk is back. He's 2900 bucks versus Nick Pavetta. That's a very nice discount if he cracks the lineup. If you aren't using Wade Miley, Robinson Chirinos is 27. He could be a nice little value for you as well. Tucker Barnhart at 25 is always a value I look at. And um, Martin Maldonado at 22 for Houston. McCoffin is making his second start for Seattle. His first start is in um, Coors. He only gave him one run, but he had zero strikeouts, so lots and lots of balls in play. So Maldonado at 22 is a decent uh, value as well. First base position, you got the Vladito at 6K. He's always worth a look if you're doing that. If you're stacking the White Sox, Abreu at 52 might be one of the only expensive pieces outside of him and Tim Anderson that you have to use. So that works out very well. If you aren't using Joe Ross, Reese Hoskins at 49s in play, Jonathan Scope at 47 has got some good history versus Pineda and a phenomenal piece of your Detroit stack. Going down cheaper 4K and below, though, you know, you got Yuli Gurriel if you want, but Josh Bell's only 42 versus Spencer Howard. Howard will probably go three to four innings. Then you got a Philadelphia bullpen game, so Josh Bell's very much in play. If you're fading Kyle Hendricks, which I think is totally fine, especially on FanDuel, if you want to be contrarian, Joey Votto's only 4100 bucks. He's homered um, in uh, two straight games and three of his last five. He is raking right now, um, and he has 17, or 14 or more DK points in five of his last six games. He is crushing baseballs right now. He's 4100 bucks. so that's a nice contrarian play with Joey Votto. Going down cheaper, though, it's funny. Luis Torrens is now first base eligible on DK, not catcher for Seattle. But uh, going down in the low 3K range, you know, Ryan Zimmerman usually only plays versus lefties, so you'll probably cancel that one if you need to. But um, value-wise, not a ton I'm looking to play down here, to be honest, outside of um, where's he at? Joey Votto's probably the cheapest first baseman I like unless something crazy comes out in your lineups. Second base position, you got Simeon, who's now batting third for Toronto with, Jer- with Springer leading off. But Whit Merrifield at 52, as long as he's playing, not traded, that's a good look for you. Love Jose Altuve at 5K. He should be the most expensive second baseman, and he's not. So Altuve at 5K is a value. Mentioned Jonathan Scope earlier. But uh, uh, India at 42, if you're stacking Cincinnati, India is always a part of that stack. Kiki Hernandez is swinging a really good. He's 4100 bucks for his hatch in a probably popular Boston stack. So keep that in mind. But Kiki at 41, don't mind that at all. And then, you know, Lurie Garcia is only 37 if he cracks the White Sox lineup for his uh, minor. Not a bad value in that situation. Um, other than that, like I'll see this Escobar is 34. If you're really stacking Washington, you can go there. Hanser Alberto probably gets to start for Kansas City. He's 33. Uh, not running to play that. So this is why you can save some money at pitcher. We'll have value elsewhere. But Carol Castro at 23 is a good value for Detroit's second base shortstop versus Pineda. He's been swinging it really well. Uh, third base, Devers is always in play at 57. Love some Rafael Devers. Like Yuan Moncada at 45 is not bad. Um, but I, I think it's Devers, or you just go down below 4K. Josh Harrison at 37 for your Washington stacks. Heimer Candelario at 37 for your Detroit stacks. I think Candelario is also kind of cash game viable. I love the price tag on Kevin Bijou at 35. So here we go. First base, second base, not a lot of discounts. Third base, we're finding some. Kevin Bijou at 35 against Nicky Pavetta is a look I like a lot. And then Hunter Dozier continues to rake. I wrote him up in the Sunday outfield waiver wire column at rotoballer.com. 
Really, really liking some Hunter Dozier at 31, the way he's hitting the ball right now. So he, he's a good look the whole week. Even if it's a bad game, that's fine. Keep an eye on Jake Berger. He's missed. He's been on the bench the last three or four games, but gets a good lefty matchup versus Mike Miner. Maybe he cracks the lineup at 26. He'd be one of those nice, nice values in your um, Chicago White Sox stacks. And then Mayfield for the Angels is only 2,200. If you want a super value and you don't like Marquez, Mayfield's been swinging it pretty well. He's 2,200. Shortstop, you got Trey Turner is always worth a look, but Tim Anderson at 56 versus Minor. I love Anderson, loves hitting him lefties. So that's a great play at 5,600. Boba Shed at 52 is not too bad. He's got some good history versus Pavetta. So that stands out as a nice one. D. Gregorius at 43 if you're going Philadelphia's way. I can see that as an option. Uh, going below the 4K range, mentioned Zach Short the other day. He's 3,300. Swinging it good for Detroit. Uh, Ronald Torres is a value at 29 for Philadelphia versus Ross. He could be a guy you could look at as well. But other than that, like Freeman's been starting a little bit for Cincinnati. He's 26. Harold Castro's 23. Castro's probably one of my like the, I'd probably like him the most out of the values at shortstop. But you're probably paying up for the most part at the position. Now we have some fun in the outfield. You got Juan Soto's always in play. You got Bryce Harper's a good look. Jordan Alvarez swinging it well at 54. But if you want to start saving some cash, you can drop down a little farther. George Springer's only 48. He's back to the leadoff role and he is flourishing. He is hitting it very well. He's hitting um since the All-Star break, he's hit in uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of his last seven games. He has nine or more points in every one of those six games. He's got double digits in five of those six. Uh, so he's been swinging it really, really well back in the leadoff roll. 4800 bucks, Good price tag for Mr. George Springer. I like that one a lot. Jesse Winker had a good weekend. Maybe it's a sign of things to come. He's forty six, but like Teoscar Hernandez, he had a monster weekend. He's only 4600 Nice value price tag on that one. Mentioned Eric Haas earlier, catcher outfield for Detroit. He's in play for Kiki Hernandez. Talked about him. Got Randall Gritchick's only 39. Not too shabby there. Uh, some cheapers, though. I've mentioned Josh Harrison already, but Lurie Guriel Jr. is a Lourdes Guriel Jr. is only 3,700. That's not bad, but here's where the values start to come into play. Max Kepler leading off for Minnesota versus Matt Manning at 37. I like that one a lot. Kepler had a couple of home runs over the weekend. Or he had one over the weekend, but he's two homers in the last five games. He's uh, And he's hit safely in um, one, two, three, four, five of his last six games. So good luck for Kepler at 37. I like that value. Um, Kyle Tucker's only 3,400, which is just ridiculous. He's hitting 333 over his last 10 games, averaging over 12 DK points per game. He is having a monster run. He's only 3,400 going up against McLaughlin and that Seattle bullpen. So I like Tucker quite a bit. You can go to Hunter Renfro and your Boston stack's only 33. He'll go virtually unowned. If you're not using um, Marquez, Justin Upton's only 3200 bucks. He's back from the IL. Akil Badu only 3200 bucks is stupid. I, I compared him to he's the new Cedric Mullins on DK. It's like he has hits, 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 and they just don't change his price. So Badu at 32 versus Michael Pineda is ridiculously cheap and outstanding. So I like Badu a lot at 3200 bucks tonight. Uh, Brent Rooker is a nice contrarian play for Minnesota. He's been starting a ton lately since the Nelly Cruz trade. He's um, he homered on Sunday. He's got uh, seven or more points in back-to-back games since he got called up. He got called up on the 23rd of the day. Nelly got traded. He got called up, went 0 for 4. Then he's got he's got a double on Saturday, a home run on Sunday, seven or more DK points. He's 3200 bucks and a good matchup there versus Matt Manning. So he should be a part of your Minnesota action or just the value in general. Robbie Grossman swinging it well. He's 3100 Michael Brantley's 31 Jaron Duran's 3K. So here's your value, folks. Jake Cave just got called up or got reactivated from the 60-day IL from Minnesota. He's 3K if he cracks the lineup versus Matt Manning. So that's another nice value. Um, going below 3K, you got like Tyler Nyquist, 27. Jorge Soler's 27. He double-donged on Sunday, and he has been crushing it. He's got five home runs over his last 10 games. 
Um, he got double-digit points in three of his last five games. Really, really swinging a good bat. So uh, Jorge Soler at 27 versus Dallas Keuchel. Another nice foul. You got Michael A. Taylor at 27 as well. But Andrew Vaughn's only 26. Loves mashing left-handed pitching. That is a criminal price. I, I said the White Sox will be cheap. That's why I think Mike Miner goes low-owned. Andrew Vaughn's 2600 bucks. Now wait for this one. All report, all reports, all of them indicate that one and only Eloy Jimenez is going to be activated on Monday. He's 3K on Fandle. Not bad. He's $2,500 on DK. If he is activated in that lineup, which it'll be in the middle of that lineup at $2,500, you play him in every cash game lineup, and you probably just eat the chalk on to tournaments. He's he's ridiculously cheap at $2,500 against the lefty map. Uh, Mike Miner, Eloy at 25 is stupid. So you got that going for you, and then there'll be some other options like Aquino's at 22. He's been swinging it well. There'll be a few others, but the Eloy at 25 and Vaughn at 26, you can pair them up with like Tim Anderson and um, and Abreu, and you can still have all the money in the world. So it's, it's real silly. Recapping your pitching on this slate real quick, Luis Garcia at 10-4 is outstanding. Uh, Hendricks is not bad at 97. Love Otani at 92. So all three are in play. I like Garcia and Otani the most there. And if you want to save some cash, Marquez at 8400 bucks is probably one of the best point-per-dollar plays on the slate. I like Miley a lot at 86. He'll be contrarian. And then Joe Ross at 79 can be a nice one coming off the IL as well. But I'm mainly sticking with like Garcia, Otani, Marquez, and, and uh, Miley as my main four. Now, if you're stacking things, my main stacks, you have Toronto and Boston. Boston going up against Hatch in the bullpen. You just keep riding those hot bats like the the, the Devers and the um, JDs and the Kikes, then mix in some Durans and stuff. Uh, Toronto, Springer, and Tioscar are like my two favorite plays, and you can mix and match the rest there. Uh, White Sox in Kansas City. I kind of like both sides. Prefer the White Sox side, especially like we talked about Eloy at 25, Vaughn at 26. If Burger cracks the lineup, it's a great play. But you got Anderson, Abreu, Larry Garcia. Lots of ways to go after you get Vaughn and Eloy in there. Build around that. I don't mind Kansas City. Witt, Salvi, Soler, Dozier. Soler and Dozier are both very, very cheap. So you can go that route. Um, and then Detroit, Minnesota, I think it's a very good one as well. I love Badu. Grossman's a great value. Candelario, pay a little bit for scope. You can, uh, Castro's a, a bargain. Haas is there. So Detroit's got options starting with Badu. Badu and Grossman, you start there. Minnesota, Kepler, love Kepler today, even as a one-off. But you like Rooker and company, you can, Polanco, Donaldson. So you can stack that game up if you want. Lastly, you have Houston. You start with Altuve and Tucker. Build around that. Those are like my top two plays. Tucker's too cheap. Brantley's only 31. So lots to like there. But my top my top looks, like Houston, Toronto, Boston will be the most popular. They should be. Love the White Sox. They should be popular too. Like White Sox, Detroit, Minnesota will be like my main three kind of value-y ones that I'll mix in Houston, Toronto, and Boston. That's kind of how I'm approaching this slate at this point in time. Um, got a couple of people listen. Myron Kidd says Blue Jays, Reds, Bats looking tasty tonight. They definitely do. Definitely do. Uh, going up against Pavetta and Hendricks, especially the Blue Jays side. That should be very, very popular. Uh, Sean V says Pavetta going to get destroyed. Full Blue Jays stack. Tioscar and Gurriel on the outfield. Don't forget yourself. A little Georgie Springer now that he's back at leadoff. Uh, so I like that one quite a bit. And, um, yeah, we'll see. He's Sean likes Hatch. We'll see. You never know. Going up against Boston, you might be onto something there, but we'll have to wait and see and see how that one plays out. But I said this would be a quick one. Seven games, in and out. I'm on Twitter, at BDentrick. If you have any questions, I'm in the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. It is free. Just give me your email address. I'll put you up in there. Also, if you like my written content, it's at rotoballer.com. On Mondays, the premium values article. If you like the premium tools, go sign up using promo code Bubba for an extra 10% off over there. Also, if you like season-long fantasy baseball, the Bench with Bubba podcast will be rocking and rolling for you there. And last but not least, go check out um, Price Picks. It's a great way to play uh, DFS and prop bets all rolled into one. 
When you create your account, use promo code Bubba, and they'll give you a first-time deposit bonus up to $100. Go to Prize Picks promo code Bubba for that discount. You guys have a good Monday. Good luck. Seven-game slate in the books. MLB DFS Quick Kits here Monday, July 26th edition. I'm out. Life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance because you'll feel protected no matter how the wind blows. Also, you can keep enjoying the home of your dreams. And our expert agents can help you save up to 23% when you bundle home with auto. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.